Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey everybody, it's Alice DeBure here. I'm Fanny's drummer. And I'm Dr. Kristen Hilaire-Glasgow, daughter of Fanny's manager, Roy Silver. And I'm Byron Wilkins, lifelong Fanny fan and manager of the FannyRocks.com website. And hello. 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 And okay, Alice, we are yeah. continuing yes. with our hashtag series, and it's hashtag Ask Alice Part One. It's your turn at the wheel, baby. So buckle up. We're hitting the road. <laughs>
hit the road with high octane on that one, man. (laughs) Seven roads. Wow. Oh, Alice, I love your drumming on this song. All of you are so hot. It's so hot. You know, I'm really surprised how simple that the drum part sounds, (laughs) but it wasn't at all. You know, but you know that I'm playing the toms, which is unusual for me. I'm playing the toms uh, on the verses. I'm using my hi hat the way I'd love to use it. I mean, I just love the hi hat anyway. But you know, Jeannie and I, that rhythm section, Fanny's rhythm section, we're so locked in, and it gives that space that I love to talk about between the the, the rhythm section, the bass, and the drums, and then June and Nikki being free to be just wild and crazy on top. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And they and, were, and they were, yeah. they were. <laughs> really. And, were and the fir- this is still the first album again. Incredible. Um, again, <laughs> this, this does sound live to me. It really does. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm surprised at how live the song sounds. Pretty it really fair. does. And I've always felt that like some people dismiss the first album as yeah. not being a bit rough around the edges because you say you have more live sounding. How dare but they? It's not fully, it's, know, <laughs> you know, but not being as fully produced as say Mother Pride or whatever. But if you really listen to like we just did there, it's a solid goddamn album. And it shows how tight you were as a group right from the get go, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it really lives up. Yeah. I mean, it's not dated sounding at all. No, right. I mean, no. you really hear it so fresh. I love it. And, you know, we've talked about people covering this and I realize Adam Ant is not really a performer anymore. <laughs> but your toms on the verse, on the verses, doom, Alice. Doom, doom, oh, doom. that heaviness is very pre-Adam Ant. And you know, yeah. there's that really cool uh, anyway, I just love it. And you know, another reason why I'm thrilled that you picked Seven Roads as yeah. one of your go-to songs is we have not discussed this song on the podcast since episode two. Are you kidding you, me? No. Can you believe that? No. We were Posco Posse Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. And June was kind enough to email me for this episode, Alice, because I'm sure all the listeners know she's very busy these days, Yeah, but she loves your playing on Seven Roads. And this is what June had to say, quote, okay, just re-listened. Must say I like the first version better. And then she says in parentheses, I think the only difference was the intro organ cut and vocals either added to or redone. I noticed a few crossing parts. Mm-hmm. And then she continues, because it feels so much better and vital. And quite frankly, I can feel all of our hours of jamming and playing and just jamming and jamming. <laughs> and so I love all of that. But Alice, I have a question for you. So let's just start off with hashtag Ask Alice. Here we go. What What is June referring to with the first? version well what is um, she talking about? we recorded um we didn't have nikki in the band yet oh. and mm-hmm. we were recording you know those early hours cheap studios whatever we were recording an album and the first version was the version before nikki joined the band and the organ was overdubbed and that oh. may have been on the canadian release by mistake Mm-hmm. You know, because then when Fanny came out as an actual album with Nikki in the band, there it was probably mixed differently. And but it wasn't cha- the original basic track wasn't really changed, but Nikki's mm-hmm. keyboard would have been added, and they might have dub you know dubbed in some more vocals to make it a stronger song. 
but that's hmm. I think what she's talking about. I think. All right. Yeah. Got it. Makes sense. Got it. Yeah. Well, June goes on to say about Seven Roads, quote, I think Jean and I started the groove and Alice came down and we were off. And now to Alice's parts. From the intro, Alice has got her part blocked out exquisitely. She starts out with the hi-hats and then launches. She is incredible. And all of it is so exciting. Close quote. And I also spoke to her sister, Jean, on the phone for hashtag Ask Alice. And I loved what she had to say about Seven Roads and your playing, Alice. She said, quote, it seems to me that Alice varied a little bit with her usual drumming style. Mm -hmm. She played her heavy stuff here, more Mm -hmm. like Ginger Baker, and it totally works. Close quote. Yep. Yep. Oh, I, I just, I just love, I've said this before, but your drums on this. I mean, you said in the documentary, Alice, that your goal when you were playing was, what was it? To kick you in the crotch? Well, Is that I, the quote? Well, well, no, it's like I aimed my bass drum to go right up your crotch. I wanted Woo. you to feel my bass drum in your well, nasty bits. Well, you know what? <laughs> I confess. You, you did it, babe. You did it. <laughs> And and changing the subject quickly, June also went on to talk about your (laughs) playing. She continued with, and I love this because it's just so June, it's so imaginative. She says, quote, Alice's style, and maybe everyone's drum parts back then, but in particular, Alice has it down. She it, she's busy compared to now, but it totally works. And try to do it without her perfectly placed fills. No, baby, no, no, won't work. As I was listening <laughs> to version two, I noted just a little lick two fifteen that Alice repeated a few times. It just talks to you. Well, if you know how to listen, but even if you don't, you can feel it. Close quote. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And June, is great. Yeah. Less is great. But June is right that, you know, it's um, busy, if you will. Those mm-hmm. little triplet fills are not something that people do a lot of because it is kind of busy. But it did work on this song. And then the, and then the, the Tom back into the verse. It works. Oh, I have oh, to admit, oh. it works. It really, really does. Yeah. And the final part of June's email about you on Seven mm-hmm. Roads, she ends with, quote, and how about that last long press roll Alice does at the end? And I love June's words here. God almighty, how dare she? Who does that? <laughs> Alice, that's who. She went right to the line and crossed it. Total success. <laughs> Close quote.
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. It, it's it's those triplets again. They're not paratittles, paratittles, or anything else. <laughs> it's it's triplet, and oh, I am paratittles. <laughs> yes. The uh, the one is a crash symbol, you know, and it's mm-hmm. just I'm just I was in my prime, you know, young. I could still do that. I don't know if I could do it today, but it's it's uh, triplets with the down the the downbeat on the crash symbol, and yeah, it's uh, wow. How dare I <laughs> try and stop me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And June was relaying to me that when she and Jean once did a gig in Honolulu, like mm-hmm. in the late 90s, yeah. that fans were coming out of the woodwork and basically were saying, like, how did she do that? Meaning you on the drums. <laughs> they said that your parts were like impossible. They couldn't believe it. Their mouths were open, June said. And I loved her line. She said, quote, now that's drumming art and moreover sleight of hand (laughs) isn't that great (laughs) drumming art it's true yeah and I I love what Jean had to say in our conversation about Fanny on this song in general because I think she's just spot on she said quote the song was an exercise in writing a rock song when we wrote it Mm -hmm. we we wanted to have the song represent ourselves and to show that we had the ability to pound away at rock. But because we were Fanny, we were melody conscious and lyrics conscious, not just straight ahead rock and roll. So what we came up with was a much more polished rock song. It was our sound. And that's how we did rock. Close quote. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh, that is, that is and, I love you know, that. And, and she's right. Yeah. yeah. She, she's right. Also that um, uh, we, wanted to we wanted to have a heavy rock song you know Mm -hmm. and it was just june and gene and me no keyboards no other guitar player no nothing when we that song was written it was just the three of us and we wanted to prove that we knew how to write and play a heavy song you know and those i I was just thinking when you were talking Kristen, those triplets at the end i think Mm -hmm. the reason i was able to do those triplets was all of the years of school band Mm, you know, okay. love that. Okay. Yeah, you've got to do the the little technique practices practices and stuff, and so yeah, I'm glad I got away from it though after a while and didn't do do that a lot. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, yes, yes. But no. I really love I really love June and Jean's comments on yeah. on the Pasco. I really do. It's, I do it's too. So nice. Yeah, I do too. Thanks to the both of them, and we will be putting up their comments on the episode once we post it. But speaking of the Pasco. And our Pasco Posse, Byron, yes. it was so great to have you in Tucson with Alice. And yep. we all oh, yeah. got to go to the Lesbian Looks Film Festival together. Awesome. Oh, it was, oh, yeah. It was a hell of a road trip, even though I was flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I haven't eaten that much in one week in a really long time. But it was but it was excellent to hang with the two of you for a week and do a lot of fanny related stuff yeah. and the screening of the yeah. documentary was just one of the many highlights of the week so it was phenomenal I it was it. a blast it yeah. was an absolute blast yeah yeah and the, yes. the 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 film series that we saw together you know mm-hmm. just like the tucson film and music festival the q a mm-hmm. section session afterwards was fun and it was so great to have both of you in the audience so it was it cool was- it was really, really great. Yeah. I just have to share a uh, hashtag Ask Alice comment from our very own Jason Pollan. Okay. And he wrote in, which is so funny, he wanted to know how your Q&A went the second time around. <laughs> and then he basically said, quote, you know, what was it like? Um, and he said, although... I'm a little worried some of her responses may have been hashtag shut the fuck up. Who had the balls to ask questions? <laughs> I, lo- 
love that, Jason. That's so yeah. great. That and my, cool. co- my cousin Vicky said about the new hashtag, shut the fuck up. She mm-hmm. said, it's more exclusive than being oh. knighted by the queen. Ooh. As yes. in the club, the member. So it's a badge of honor. Yeah. And yes, exactly. But I love that from Jason. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. But then Jason did go on to say, quote, in all seriousness, he has a question about the song Solid Gold and whether or not it was a single, why or why not. And for those who don't know Jason, Paulin is also a PhD in history, like me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he does excellent sleuthing. And what he found out- He does, about, he does. He does. What he found out, but he wants to know more, Alice. He initially found out, quote, it was a Warner Reprise promo only mm-hmm. with the catalog reference number of PRO 572. Mm-hmm. It was backed with regular guy. I think this is super rare. It's not like other promo slash demo releases, which have the same category reference as the stock issues. And then he finishes with, I'm not entirely sure the purpose of the PRO catalog, which Warner had been running since at least 1959, close quote. So Alice, yeah, that's pretty great. But he wants to know really the story behind the single. And I have a question along with that, which is what a weird pairing, solid gold and regular guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Well, you know, um, I, I can't believe that Reprise ever even thought about putting that out as a single. I mean, because I've never looked at it as anything more than us making fun of ourselves, you know, and and just being silly with it, you know? Yeah. 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 So the fact that they even had a promo copy of a single with that odd pairing, (laughs) you know, it's pretty amazing to me, you know, but yeah, you know. say i totally get why they considered it for a single that's a great song i it I, is i know you hate it but that's i have not to the dis- point at i all. have to disagree i beg to differ <laughs> ma'am madam i beg those backup vocals with you and the whole oh, yeah. i love the dit dit song yeah i love i love the dit 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 dits i do oh, i do yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i i agree i agree yeah. <laughs> oh man yes and we've got another uh, Ask Alice question here from uh, listener Gary Henderson asking you uh, your advice for uh, new drummers. And since I was lucky enough in my visit out there to actually get to sit behind your electronic uh, drum kit mm-hmm. and receive a nice introductory lesson, uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say to us newbie drummers. Well, you know, in the Q&A, one of the Q&As at the screening, there was a, a young woman, a female drummer, and she asked what advice I would have for drummers. And I was talking about my electronic kit because um, that until I had the electronic kit, I never practiced the drums by themselves. I've said that before and I'll say it probably many more times because I hate the sound of drums by themselves. But (laughs) with the electronic kit, you can plug music into the headphones, into the brain and play along with whatever you want to play along with. And that is my advice. Play with as many different 
types of music as you can play. Well, Alice, I'm wondering, is there a Fanny song you would recommend new drummers begin practicing to? Well, you know, having just listened to that very simple part, the end of Solid Gold, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that'd be a great one. But I wouldn't want to put anybody through the torture of having to hear me (laughs) sing over and over and over again as they practice. So, okay. I love it. All right. So fine. I disagree with you. I beg to differ this time, but since it is hashtag ask Alice, what Fanny song would you then suggest if not solid gold? Hmm. I just realized All right. Bass drum part. <laughs> there you go. I love, I love that After you picked this, lesson, Alice. Yeah, yeah, it it's works. so great. I just realized off of the first Fanny album, I mean, it's just really how, how amazing the songs are on this album. It was written in 1970. And Alice, am I correct that this was maybe the first song that June and Nikki wrote together? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. That's I love that. I love that. So tell us why as an amazing drummer, why you think this is a good song to practice to? Well, um, it's really straightforward. It's a pretty simple drum part. It Mm -hmm. gives you the practice of that rock and roll beat. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it gives you a few licks to to know where to place your licks. Um, so, So, yeah, yeah. So you're not all over the place, you know. It gives you a little bit of everything. It's not too fast. So you can play along with it at a slower tempo. It works. Mm. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, that leads us to our next hashtag Ask Alice question, mm-hmm. which is from our very own UFO, Nigel, who hey, Nigel. also, yeah, <laughs> happens to be a guitarist and a, not a new drummer, but, but, he was right a guitarist first, Alice. I believe I right so. Now? I believe so. Yeah, drumming. Yep. Well, drumming is not his his first instrument, right? Got it. Yeah. Well, his comment about your playing is fantastic. So mm-hmm. let's start with the comment, and then we'll go to his question. Nigel writes, "Quote: Alice is the beating heart of Fanny. Not only are the drums fat." You have to do it fat. <laughs> but they also have a very distinctive voice. Alice is a song drummer. She doesn't just lay down a beat for a set time. She plays her own interpretation and adds her intuitive feel. 
Other notable drummers who have done this are Ringo and Keith Moon. Alice is way more subtle than Keith, but like him and Ringo, yeah. she I love this part. She adds light, shade, space, and nuance to her performances. Mm-hmm. Never afraid to be expressive on those huge sounding toms. She works with and knits together Nikki's soulful organ pads and funk piano. The pulse and lyrical flow of Jean's bass and the elaborate yet economic rhythm and lead work of June. Alice is the ultimate groovy glue holding the three lead instruments together. Close wow. quote. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Groovy yeah. glue is cool. I like yeah. it. Isn't it? It's and, really great. Yeah. And I and I thank you, Nigel. I, that's really, really sweet of you to write in. And you just described my philosophy of drumming uh, mm-hmm. in a band. You know, strategic riffs, varying drum beats, varying drum parts. You make each song as ne- unique as you possibly can without becoming the lead drummer. Lead drummers mm. are in trios, like you know Ginger Baker. You got to play more when it's only guitar, bass, and drums, you know. But with a keyboard, I got to be really picky about what I got to play and what I played, mm. you know. And that's what I tried to do with Fanny was to be picky and be selective, tasteful. Yeah. Yes. Well, it worked. Absolutely. <laughs> it Absolutely. Yeah. We will get to Nigel's uh, second hashtag Ask Alice question in a moment. But I loved this one from Roman, and I hope I say this correctly. And Roman, if not, please tell me. Is it Polishin? Polishine? Polishin. Roman. Polishin. I think Polishin. Polishin. Um, he wrote in about your playing, Alice. Alice's playing is so musical and creative. One example is What Kind of Lover. The fills she does throughout are so interesting, varied, and tasteful. In general, Roman writes, I find many of her drum parts to be beautiful little mini arrangements. Close quote. What kind of lover do you think you are? You drink me dry, then you tell me you're thirsty. Oh, and you know, this song is a perfect example of what you talk about, Alice, of you and Gene. Because listen to that. I mean, the beginning of that song, her funky bass line, your drumming, phenomenal. I mean, it's just a great rhythm section there. So I love that. Uh, I I absolutely agree, Byron. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, Roman, you know, um, my playing on this song, and it's from the second album. I think might have been influenced by Richie Hayward from Little Feet because we were hanging out together and he always played, I mean, almost every song that Richie played had a kind of a syncopated drum part to it, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know for sure if that's where I got it, but I, it certainly could be. But in uh, 1972, um, I listened back to that and I hated it. I thought it was way too busy, but with 2021 20, ears, it fits. It ab- it, it, it's oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The 16th notes work, the syncopated beats on the snare. And I know, Roman, if I had to play it now, I probably couldn't, but it was fun. You know? <laughs> it was fun back then. You're right. Yeah, but that's why I didn't play very long after I quit Fanny. Because to me, this the lifelong joy that I have gotten from Fanny is the gratitude that I got to create drum parts, unique drum parts, for each one of the Fanny songs, including What Kind of a Lover. People say you love me, you talk about me all the time. I won't want straight answer, you ain't looking like a friend of mine. But no, now, I ain't gonna let you get too far. Some love or some kind of love, 
Yeah. Love it. I love it. I love it. And so to get to Nigel's second hashtag, ask Alice question, we're going to take it away from what kind of lover, because he has a question about the playing on place in the country. Mm -hmm. So Nigel asks Alice, when the band were learning songs, did you have definite ideas in your mind as to what you were going to play? And he says place in the country is a good example. The original version is slower and funky and the album cut is amped up on those 16th note hi-hat beats, close yeah. quote. And you know, as a musician, and, and I'm hearing the 16th notes on What Kind of Lover, and again, they're on Place in the Country on a second version. You know, hmm. but you don't, I never thought of the drums as a musical instrument, which is why I didn't like the sound of them alone. You know, but hmm. creating the drum parts, that was my way of cr- contributing to the art maybe of the whole fanny mm-hmm. picture okay sure. that that was my art that was my instrument and yeah, i don't think that people think about drums as being a creative instrument because mostly you listen to a song and you're hearing the melody and the lyrics you know but the really mm-hmm. magic of a good drummer is that you don't hear the drummer you know hmm. so hmm. that was my contribution it was my I way of it. contributing to fanny including the evolution that you're going to hear of the drum part on Place in the Country, version one and version two. So let's listen, if we could, please, to both versions back to back. That first version, it's so much slower and uh, I I don't know about funky, but okay, you could call it funky. Well, it was a demo. Yeah. Well, you know what? And I don't even know necessarily that it was a demo, Kristen, although, Mm. because you know how June talks about we jam, 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 which I Mm -hmm. say practice, practice, practice. Um, Mm -hmm. We probably recorded this, didn't really feel comfortable with it. It wasn't good enough. So we kept working on it, working on it, working on it, and then went back. And we probably re-recorded the whole damn thing because wow. my drum part that makes is, sense. Yeah. My, my drum part is totally different. I'm not doing the 16th notes on the first version, the slower version. I'm doing them on the second version, also on the ride symbol as as opposed to just the hi hat, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit busy on the snare, much more than the demo version. The second version, the recorded version that went on the album, I'm playing those 16th notes almost from the get go. I'm on the ride cymbal a little bit, and then I switch when the verse starts. I'm on the hi-hat. But to me, playing those 16th notes, when you listen to it, it does Mm -hmm. act like a glue with June's chicken scratch rhythm. 
you know, oh, and yeah. I and I didn't have to be as busy on the snare. So, Alice, the uh, second song you picked to listen to in full is a little while later. And we're going, yes. to, like I said, I want to listen to the Love whole damn song. thing because it's such a great song. Yeah. Yes. So why did you pick this as one of your go-to fanny songs? That's my question. Okay. It's one of the first songs where I just knew in my gut that playing nothing was better than playing something. Oh, you know, okay, so when, yeah. when I come in on this song, you can hardly hear me. It's just bass drum and the you know, snare sticks flat on the snare, quiet little drum part, you know, no hi-hat, you know, and then the hi, I bring the hi-hat in. And then by the end of the song, I'm balls to the walls rocking. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, but, you are. The, but the reason I chose it, the other reason I chose it really is because it's one of my favorite overall Fanny songs. You know, I think we all played exactly what we needed to play on this song. And it's another, God, Nikki knocked me off my feet song yeah. that it's just so beautiful it's stunning a little while later we drifted off to sleep still puzzled by our conversation been a long time talking i was getting into deep maybe just too far above my station words beyond my reason Your coach is waiting There's nothing I can do And I think it's time that you were leaving It's not like you give me Them wasted. 
You know, as beautiful as that song is, it's also one of the saddest songs that Fanny ever did. Because I'm thinking here, 50 years later, and I could be way off the wall here, but it seems like Nikki in this song is being as honest as she ever was, maybe more honest than she ever was. I don't know. Um, But it's like she's opening up her whole being on the song. It's got its highs. It's got its lows. It's quiet. It's just loud times you know it's 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 a song it's not a jam it's not a ditty it's not a pop song it's just a great fucking song uh it really really is yeah yeah i hear you about the lyrics i think she really is opening up there i think it's just you know more than she really does yeah that's cool i I agree with you and this is it's very emotional you know yeah it's very emotional i have tears pouring down my face this is another fanny song that unless alice you and i well and byron you too if we're listening to it together i don't listen to the song with other people because it really is an emotional journey and listening to what nikki does on the song and that what all of you bring to the song it's it's phenomenal and i loved what june had to say again in an email to me about your playing on this alice and this is what june said quote okay a nikki ballad Alice gives it a lot more space at the top. So in a way, she was saying what Jean was saying and you, mm-hmm. Alice. Yeah. And then J- June goes on to say, we all do. I think it was just Jean with the piano. And when Alice comes in, she's just loping, nice and easy, perfect. And on the choruses, the cymbal part must have been overdubbed because it's in double time. And there's no way she could have played that along with the underlying drum track. And I must say, June adds, I didn't stick around or maybe pay attention to every bit that was laid down. I knew it was going on, or she says I knew it was going on, but I also knew that everyone was just taking care of business. Yeah. Essentially, she adds, I just get 
in the way. Much better to hang out with Harry Nielsen or whoever else was around. (laughs) And then she finishes with, we must have done this track with a click. But at the end of the chorus or end of chorus two, there's again that sleight of hand because I could swear that Alice slows the drums down just that little bit after the triplets to get us back into that lopey feel of that repeat first verse. Perfect, she adds. It takes a lot of skill to do that, close quote. Love that, June. Thank you. So, Alice, what do you have to say to what June was talking about? Okay, I've got three answers. Can I? I'm going to number them. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. Yes. Number number one. um, I slowed it down with the triplets because the triplets, it just, you don't feel like, you don't get to feel the slowdown but when you do the triplets, you can do ja, da, 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 da. You can, and then they still sound like one lick, but yet you can slow the tempo down. So yeah, I did it with the triplets. We did not over, I did not overdub any drumming part whatsoever. Is that number two? That's if number you're two. numbering it. So oh, yeah. number two. <laughs> number two. Sorry. Say it again. Number two. Number two. I did not overdub any symbols or anything. If it, what you hear on the record, the only time I overdubbed was on one song, and that was percussion on Polecat Blues for, on Mother's Pride. And, you know, playing on a tape box, you can't do that and play the drums as well. But, and number three, we never played with a click track. I didn't even know what one was until, <laughs> as I have said this, told this story before, we're going on Jonathan Winters. And oh, we're yeah. going to play Summer Song. And it starts out with, right? <laughs> and there was no click track because I didn't know what one was. So <laughs> then the end result is we we got kicked off the show because we got a little mouthy with the producer. But, you know, so. All right, come on, tell yeah. us. Nikki got mouthy because she was defending you. Yes, Nikki was so. defending me. And he just said, that's it. That's a wrap. Not today. Not, not today. today. <laughs> yeah. not to, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a t-shirt with not, not today. today. Not today. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, not today, I think, is a perfect way to end part one of hashtag ask Alice. Mm-hmm. But I want to make oh, sure oh, that oh, we have butts. I got a butt. We have two special birthday bakery shout outs. One to our very own Nikki Barkley. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Indeed. I hope you're having a happy one. Yeah, <laughs> happy life. Will. Happy birthday. You bet. Happy life. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. And happy birthday to our uh, guy, Cloney. Yes. And thanks, guy. Yes. Thank Happy birthday, guy. And happy thanks for birthday. replaying our podcast on uh, the Sonic Network's landscape. And yeah. crank that shit up, man. <laughs> That's right. Well, That's crank right. That shit. Yep. Crank that, that shit yeah. up. And we yeah. really do. May I go on now, Byron? Because we yeah. really do want to hear from all of you for the next part of Hashtag Ask Alice. So comments, questions, favorite song parts, anything. You know, hashtag... Do you have a boyfriend? Hashtag, what's it like to play drums like a girl? What's your color of your underwear? You know, what's your favorite cookie recipe? Hashtag, ask Alice, what's your favorite kind of. All right, all right, all right, all right, you two. All right, you two. You know, that's enough, enough. I'll I'll answer. I will answer any questions about Fanny, about music, mm-hmm. and about me. So mm-hmm. the two of you, just shut the fuck up, both. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I think, Byron, I oh, think yes. we've been knighted by the queen. <laughs> I oh, it. yes. Well, I've been knighted <laughs> yeah. several times. You know? <laughs> I love it. So until next time, everyone, that's a wrap. Hit it. <laughs>